Shot 18 of The Right Way to Do Wrong, an expose of successful criminals. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Leanne Howlett. The Right Way to Do Wrong, an expose of successful criminals by Harry Houdini. Shot 18. Humbugs. A humbug or a hoax is often comparatively harmless in its nature, more in the way of a high practical joke upon the public. Long ago P. T. Barnum, the great American showman, declared, The American people want to be humbugged. I believe he was right, and certainly his great success in the show business would seem to point to the same conclusion. In my own particular work, I find there is so much that is marvelous and wonderful, that can be accomplished by perfectly natural means, that I have no need to find recourse to humbugging the public. In my case, at least, truth is stranger than fiction. At the present day, a firm in New York makes a business of manufacturing fakes like double-bodied babies, mermaids, and fake mummies. Dr. L. D. Weiss of New York discovered that he could detect a fake mummy from an original by placing it under his X-ray machine. Another clever hoax, which created much amusement at the time, was contrived by some English students years ago and perpetrated at a county fair. On a vacant lot near the fair, a large tent was erected, and a huge placard announced that the Great Wusser was on exhibition within, admission free. It was supposed that some payment or purchase would be required inside, but it was not so. The crowd, eager for free amusement, was formed into a long queue, and the people, admitted only one at a time, were escorted through a maze of hurdles into a darkened compartment of the tent before a curtain. There they were entreated not to irritate or disturb the animal in any way, and the curtain went up, disclosing a sorry and spavened-looking donkey. This is the great wusser, explained the showman, and when the bewildered spectator asked what it meant, he was told that, though you may have seen as bad a donkey, you certainly never saw a wusser. Then, when the victim of the hoax became indignant, he was besought to keep it quiet and take his revenge by allowing the remainder of the crowd to be hoaxed. This request showed a deep knowledge of human nature, for the victim always complied, and many went among the crowd and spread the most astonishing accounts of the great wusser and waited to see their comrades taken in. Eventually, however, rioting arose, and the jesters, being arrested for creating a disturbance, had to pay over $100 in fines and damages. But humbugs are not all so harmless. An adroit rascal was caught not long ago in London who was posing as an American bishop. He was certainly a great humbug, for he looked the part of the bishop to perfection. It seems that he called in his carriage, mind you, at a well-known jeweler's, and asked to see some bracelets, mentioning that he was returning to America and wished to take a present to his wife. "'Nothing very expensive,' he said. "'I could not afford that, but something about seventy or eighty pounds.' Eventually he agreed to take a bracelet that cost one hundred pounds. He said he would pay for it with a hundred-pound note which he had with him. It was the only money he had with him at the moment, but he would wait while they sent it to the bank to ascertain that it was all right. He should really prefer doing this.' They sent it to the bank and received answer that it was perfectly correct. Having paid for his bracelet, the bishop took it and was just about to step into his carriage when a policeman tapped him on the shoulder and said, "'Hello, Jim. You're up to your old tricks again, are you? You just come along with me.' And he took him back into the shop. 
The jeweler said there was some mistake, that the gentleman was an American bishop, that he had bought a bracelet and paid for it with an excellent note. "'Just let me look at the note, will you?' said the policeman. He looked at it and said, "'Yes, it's just as I thought. This note is one of a particularly clever batch of forgeries which are very difficult to detect, and the man is no more a bishop than you are. We will go off to the police station at once. I will take the note and go on with the prisoner in advance, and you must send your salesman to me and meet us and bear witness.' So the policeman took the bishop and the bracelet and the note, but when the jeweler's man reached the police station, they had not arrived, and they have never been heard of since. Warden to New Arrival, who happens to be enjoying the name of Moses Eichenstein. Well, Mr. Eichenstein, as this is your first visit, it is our rule to always allow prisoners to select their own workshop, and if you will tell me what your trade or profession is, we'll put you in that branch of employment. Eichenstein. Is that so? Well, I am a traveling salesman. End of shot 18. Recording by Leanne Howlett.